0: Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Mad Mamluks. My name is Sim. Along with me is the host of Sultans in, in Sneakers and Sneakers, right? Yep. Mahin Islam. And to your top left hand corner is Mort, the host of Muzzy Buzz and <laughs> Al Alama <laughs> Al Fahfu. Al Fahfu. Sheikh Amr Sayyid. <laughs> his you heard, his you heard, Holiness. You heard you know what I say
1: here, Sheikh Hamza say that before.
0: Al <laughs> <laughs> Fahfu. What's a Fahfu? Don't worry about it, sim. Anyway. It sounds very really cute. <laughs> like like yeah. Shifu, like from <laughs> Kung Fu Panda.
1: <laughs> Fafu's isn't that kind of like Fufu that like
2: no, um, no,
0: guys. is that a title? It's a
1: name of somebody. It's somebody's name.
0: Oh, I thought it was a it was like a title like Al Fefu. Al Like Shifu. Like Shifu from Kung Fu Panda. Oh my God. No, it's not No. No, no. I love them. Wow, uh, you, you've
3: been lifting more? I mean, you look kind of bigger on cam right now. I see your muscles come out of your shirt. Uh,
1: I've been you lifting, lifting about more, four or five times a day, but uh, it's probably because I'm wearing like three layers, too.
3: No, no. I mean, you're looking pretty uh, strong and pretty modest, but you're looking stronger than usual. No, I mean, it's a lot. You trying it's to size me up or something?
1: No, I don't size. Ain't nobody trying to size up more. I'm, right? just, I'm just saying, the all right, Buffalo okay. Soldier, okay all right. Who, who going to mess with the Buffalo Soldiers, dude? I'm just saying.
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm just checking, you know? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so what's going on, Mahin? I haven't seen you in a long time. I've
1: been dying to know about his Bangladesh trip, honestly, because when I went to India, I yeah, know. Yeah, I want to
3: know how many times you puked and you had diarrhea. And over I want
1: to know how many sneakers you went through, because you know the reason why I'm
3: wondering is because I, I I I said this earlier is that Mahin is abnormally quiet. Like something happened. I don't know. Did you get molested over there or oh my something? No. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and <laughs> what? War,
0: war, where did that come from? Dude? The, the Bengali kitty fiddlers attack? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
3: It, it's like, like the Bengal attack. I don't know.
2: I don't know. It's uh, yeah. So it, it was a good trip. I went. I was gone for like two weeks. I uh, uh-huh. went for my cousin's wedding. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't even know you went for a wedding. That's yeah, nice. yeah. I, I was uh, your cousin Vinny. Nah, female's cousin. But I was like wondering. <laughs> I was like, maybe there's some, like some prospects for like you know, you know, plugginess <laughs> and nature and stuff, but nothing uh propped up I-, I did see this really cute hijabi chick in the village though while we were driving
3: mm-hmm. and i was like damn he
1: felt like a columnist he's like <laughs> he's like he's like hey i'm from, I'm from america I- 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 hey, I when can you can say cute you mean like here.
3: the kind that you would think you can imagine yourself marrying a s- like having a second wife and who would like take care of the house oh, that man. kind of cute or just like you thought she was just like you know approachable
2: um, like, first, what, what do you mean? The, 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 yeah, the first, you know, not not not, not the uh, appro- approachable. It means like like when you say approachable, it means someone who's like who doesn't who's not f- physically odious to look at.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> you that would I mean. Religious. I don't know. You said marriage. When I you see someone know. who's approachable, it means that hey, I'm gonna approach them. Oh, okay. I mean if they're if they're not approachable, I'm not just gonna even bother with them. I
2: got you. No, no, I, no mean, I wouldn't. I think she was. I think she she's probably like in college or something because they're like all these I think it was like when school was breaking out or something. So, who knows? Huh. Th- so, you
3: know what I what I love is that, that that's the first thing that Mahi, like highlights of his trip. Like, I saw this cute hijabi girl in the, in the, in the <laughs> <laughs> No, okay,
0: what else? <clears throat> Whenever we talk about Bangladesh, and I always think about the end of the world because I always uh, have, <laughs> I have all these documentaries in my mind related to Bangladesh flooding <laughs> and the Maldives flooding and going yeah. underwater, and hence... Uh,
3: you know... the, the How morbid. Like, the, end of time Bangladesh Bangladesh. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm trying to make a segue here, all right? Work with me. So, um, Netflix recently released a uh, end of the times show called Messiah. Yeah. It was uh, a show that was created by a Christian organization, or they were funded by a, a Christian organization. But what was the curious thing about the show that separated... Um, this show from uh, other shows, was that they actually uh, used uh, Islamic uh, evidence to propel this story, this story about a Messiah, a false Messiah, or possible false Messiah, as the show was kind of uh, alluding to. The show is, uh, um, at least in in the beginning, you you have this, um, you're not sure whether he is supposed to be the second coming of Jesus or whether he's actually someone who is, is false, but it was interesting that they not only utilized Christian, uh, what's called eschatology, I think that's the, the term for eschatology, yeah, yeah, the term for the study of the end of times of various religions. So, um, we all gave it a shot. We all watched all the shows, uh, all the episodes for the show. And I want to know your thoughts. Um, some, People said that it was heresy to watch the show. Other people said it's perfectly fine. And uh,
2: the people who said it was heresy didn't watch the show.
3: Yeah, they well, did. I think based upon the trailer, it was hearsay. So as as it, this is such a controversial show. Let's let this holiness uh, first. No Mark, talk about Go ahead. This no, story.
1: I want to know yours because I know you kind of. No, I want to know what the holiness
3: has to say first.
1: No, It's not about the holiness. Don't worry. Go ahead. <laughs> <As> <laughs> no, I, mean... I really do
3: because I want to know because you're the guy that's like you know. That knows more about this stuff than all of us. No, so I, I, I want to know.
1: Okay, anyways, since you're not going to. All right, all right. The reason I said it is because you already did, I think you kind of did a review and I didn't see yours. But go ahead. But So check. So the uh, the problem with me watching this show is I thought that straight up you were going to see the Dajjal doing something, right? I had too much thinking and understanding ever since you grow up or whatever you read about Dajjal and the end of time and Isa a.s. and the yeah. Mahdi. And all that kind of stuff. I thought for some reason, I had too many expectations of the show. Yeah. And then what they did was, I think obviously they did this intentionally. It was very smart. You're kind. He's trying to, from one side thinks it's Jesus, the other side thinks it's must Even one time, one time this sort of American dude he passes him up. This African American dude he's like Messiah the Dajjal because he's sitting in the classroom. Yeah. So some people think it's a the The other group of people think it's. He's Even some comment. of the Muslims, the two hundred Muslims, yeah. you yeah. know, this is spo- going to spoil some things for you guys. But if you didn't see it, but it's not worth watching. I don't think it's worth watching. You don't like it? Um, I, I would give it a six out of a ten. Okay. I think what they what the good part I liked about it is it had me guessing all the time. Oh my God, who's this guy? Actually, supposed to he's supposed to be Jesus? He's supposed to be the judge? I'm waiting for like the kafara on the forehead to appear, and yeah. it's not happening. I'm waiting for him to well, like, you. You, you do didn't some see miracles, it? huh? You didn't see it. The don't, kafara. Where was
0: it? It was evident from the from the from the beginning. Yeah, the true believers are supposed to see it. Yeah, but you didn't see it then.
1: <laughs> I get it. That was good, bro. That was really good. I was like, "What?" <laughs> the true believers are yeah, butt much up, bro. Sheesh, you messed up, man. So, but the good thing is they had you on we your. You have post. a false sheikh I liked how they were quoting parts of the parts of the Quran and stuff like that. It was kind of cool because uh, it's good to see some of that stuff sometimes. For me, it was more like a reminder of the end of times. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And then it, it was, I was just kind of zoning in and out of like thinking about the end of times, you know. I was watching with my wife too, so we're just like, okay, what's supposed to happen next? we were trying to guess too much because yeah. you have too much information about the Jalaluddin Isa, up right? So then at the end it was just like, okay, you know, can I say what happens at the end?
0: So, sure. That, well, so if anyone no, wants don't to watch, don't spoil yeah, the show. If, if anyone wants oh, to watch it. it. Yeah, let's not Let's, not, let's well, not just spoil put spoiler
3: alert. Put spoiler alert.
0: Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, l- let's let's build up to it. So, f- first, you're, you're the the show is kind of making it seem like the the messiah could be a fraud. Yeah. Could be legit. He could because be because there's he could many be, yeah. many of his uh, miracles that he's performing can be done by. People who are uh, like the David Blaine types. Yeah. they are people oh, yeah. who are magicians and they're masters at illusion. And they could. there's perfectly rational explanations for his. And then they uh, had the composure of him in, in the
1: first few episodes, since we're talking about yeah. that. He can be somebody very, very pious or someone who's very well, because he's just very calm all the time. Yeah. Right. And uh, whenever um, people say something to him, he has like a, a good type of patience and tolerance and like he's very understanding. They lock him up. The average person would be like, oh, wait, why doesn't he just break out of it and do something? But you are like, okay, he's being human about it. He, he's he taking things very in the long haul. He doesn't want to be reactionary. And they they picked things. a great actor. They, yeah, they picked a the great actor, actor in, the, in the
0: sense that you can definitely see people gravitating towards him. There, uh, he does have you know uh, a Middle Eastern Jesus-y type look not the yeah. Christian you know the white look. Yeah. W- a white blue eyed blonde hair uh, Jesus but they, they actually you know um, picked a, a Middle Eastern looking guy yeah they
1: thought he was Egyptian and then they found out he was Persian but the cool thing was the name placement too his original name is Mahdi but in the movie you know he referred to himself as the word yeah. or you know as Hamza and uh, Mahdi or Messiah like his original Masi. name is Mahdi for real life.
3: No, his real name is Mahdi in real oh, life. Oh, actor,
1: oh, in the real life. The actor, the actor, Mahdi, Mahdi w. in there, they were calling yeah. him Masih. The funny thing I was, like, Mr. Masi. Me and my wife are <laughs> laughing. Mr. Masi. Masi, Masi cause White people are the so adorable. Yeah, that. It is, it is. But then, look, his friend's name was Jibril. And yeah. then there was a Miriam. There was a Mary in yeah. there. So they had, like, all these cool name placements going yeah. on. I thought that was kind of cool. See, what you yeah, cool say
3: Yeah, Jibril. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. you would think, like, oh, he's, like, he's communicating. Yeah. Like, it's weird, right? Yeah. Like, something divinely appointed. Like, yeah, Jibril. Yeah. See, what really
0: gravitated me towards this show and... It really pulled me in. Was not the, about the show in itself and its content, but the actual research that they put yeah. into the research. Uh, I yeah, it. they they definitely read Muslim or Islamic eschatology in the sense where they found out what the characteristics of the Dajjal were. That he travels very quickly, yeah. and you see that he's moving in in one uh, moment he's in Syria or Palestine, and then he goes to. Uh, jordan and then then all of a sudden he's in texas and you're like what the heck how is he traveling without they they
1: do that thing where they kind of explain it to oh he got in a private jet he did this for me i was thinking is that really happening is that really one of the signs
0: of the the gel is that he's supposed to travel on a donkey that travels very fast now a lot of people who've commented on these uh matters have said that it's not a physical a real donkey that he's traveling on that he's traveling on what in our days, is considered uh, a donkey, which would be an airplane, right? That's a possibility. Yeah. In olden or in olden times, people traveled uh, long distances on a donkey because it can carry a lot of weight, and you know. So the, I mean, if people want to believe that it's a physical donkey that's traveling, that's taking the jaw in very fast, uh, in a fast manner, then they're welcome to. I'm not pooping yeah. on your, your beliefs, but. I really don't think, I think a lot of this, these hadith relating to Dajjal, related to uh, he, him having uh, kafara or whatever on his eyes, some of those could be symbolic. And I don't think that it's going to be that apparent, um, at, the, at least um, for most people. Because I, I, kafara just seems like so obvious that who the heck would want to follow someone who has kafara right? Yeah. Right what, the guys. No, the no, but that's only for the for the true it.
3: movement. It's not just for a Muslim yeah. for a movement. You have to don't, be a certain. I mean, you have to be a certain level of piety. So writing. it's
0: it's yeah. symbolic, right? I mean, you can. But oh, I, so, I like, so so he, yeah. here's the thing. It's not okay, physically so we're going there.
3: Back to the real, wait, going back to the to to the, to the show for a second. Yeah. <laughs> for me, uh, honestly, I I think I'm more like I'm aware. I'm thinking the show is not anything spectacular. I mean, it's like eh, schmeggerly, boogery whatever. It's okay, right? But I think the concept of it. Is unique. Yeah. And there are certain uh, cues that you can pick up on in the show. And I've noticed that. And it's like, well, let me ask you this. Uh, Well, before we do that, the thing is, people, I think Muslims, Christians, and maybe even Jews, are looking at this show with their preconceived understanding of what a figure is supposed to be like. Right. And so I think that kind of presents some challenges in itself because you're expecting. So much of either side, whether it is Masih uh, um, al Maryam or or Masih al-Dajjal, right? You're you're always like, okay, well, what am I I looking for here, right? You're actually looking for these signs, and you're not going to find them like that in in the series, right? Not really necessarily. So you have to put that aside, number one, right? And say, you know what, this is not really based on anything purely Islamic or purely Judaic or purely Christian-like. It's just a mix of everything. So you're going to find hints of it, right? Yeah. When you get over that, then you start noticing some of the interesting little cues in in the show. For example, who are the people that gravitate towards this guy Al-Masih? The poor. Anybody know? No, or the women? Women do. It's
0: supposed to be a women
3: lot of women. Are one? Yes, but what what is the thing about women? They become they, in the show they should be portrayed them two types of women. There are women that were under extreme duress like mm, some stressful situation yeah. financially health-wise yeah, the children yeah, yeah. the fitna of the world right money and wealth right The fitna of the world your health money all that stuff right the ayah in surah al-baqarah allah talks about that in surah al-baqarah where he says that you know what we'll test you with all these things right those people are the ones that gravitate towards this messiah you know the one who has a sick child yeah. the one who's financially in trouble and then there's another woman Who's the pastor's wife, who's totally skeptical
1: yeah.
3: of him, right? But then she sees him walk over water.
2: But she's yeah. still like not convinced, I think. I don't, and it, she's like, And then over? she's
3: like, wait, maybe he could be it, right? But she's still skeptical. But that brings me to my other point that if you look at the true the 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 Muslims, the Christian, and even the, the Jew in a yeah. thing. They all rejected this idea. Like the true, remember the Imams were saying in the beginning, oh, he's violating the ahadith yeah. of the Prophet wasallam." Right, reject yeah. this man, yeah. right? And then the the, the the Christian originally came in and said, you know what, this man's a fraud, you know, anyone can do that. What's his qual, where does he come from, right? And then even now, maybe per se, they, they, the Jew was kind of an atheist, right? Remember that? But even then, re- remember when he walks on water, the Jewish guy just walks away, doesn't even care about it, doesn't yeah. even flinch. Right. He just turns around the capital and walks away like nothing happened. Right. But it's usually the people that are suffering some kind of calamity that are gravitating towards this man. And I believe that's going to be pretty much an indication of, uh, you know, what type of people, you know, the Dajjal will kind of, you know, bring around him. Right. Meaning that he's not going to bring people that have that, that are cool with their life, content with their life. Right. He's not. I mean, the first people that will move are going to be these people right they'll be his gathering once he got these individuals and also look early on the uh Palestinians mm-hmm. in the desert right they had nowhere to go they're i mean they're walking around from syria yeah. they're i mean the refugees right people that are in trouble they they look they're looking for a hope a way out and he's providing them something in, in very um you know very uh um i guess in very uh vague ways that Oh, this is what you should do. It sounds very prophetic, right? This is what you should do. This is how it is. This is what God wants. This is what this is want. These are very uh, uplifting words that have a kind of uh, prophetic nature about them in a vague way, right? Like, you know, charlatans can use that very often. And so he uses that to gain momentum, but then he abandons them. In the moment when he brings them, you notice he abandons a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. He leaves them in a state of confusion. What do I do? Do I wait? Do I leave? Do I stay? You know, everybody. And he wants to drive them to the point where they have to act themselves because they're they they're, 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 they're um, it's kind of like subliminal messaging. Like, how did how did that kid walk naked to the border? Why did that pastor decide to drive to Washington, D.C.? Yeah. Right. He's planting these things inside of their minds that are making them do his bidding for him. Right. And then that's how I look at it. Like the, the jail is going to be somebody that's so divisive. He'll make, like, imagine he's going to divide a a husband and a wife about whether the man is real or not. You know, uh, a a religion of people, you know, put them in the middle, like, hey, is he real or is he fake, right? He'll confuse even the governments of the world. Mm -hmm. They won't know what to do with the guy. Can we kill him? We can't kill him. Imagine, and how the judge who overturns, I mean, who judges over his uh, right to asylum has cancer. And that's what, when he's addressing him, he's saying, you know, God gave you that power how are you going to answer for it? Sounds very prophetic. But then you see he's dying of cancer. So he thinks, I don't want my last act yeah. to be something of, of arrogance, right? And, and ungodly-like, right? So those kinds of things, and I think the Jal in the real world, Allah will give him that kind of power yeah. to, because it'll be a fitna, yeah, right? Yeah, He'll Allah, be able to Allah bring people back Allah will give him
0: the, the ability to also raise someone from the dead. And, yeah, and that's um, where that confused me because
1: yeah. the, what they made in the show was that there's an overlap of what Isa alayhi is going to do, yeah, and what the judge. So when he was bringing people back mm. to life, it's like okay, they're kind of toting both sides, yeah. yeah, right, right. And then there's
3: one important thing though here. The one important, thing, if I, if I wanted to highlight this, yeah. But the thing is this, okay, that the ones that originally propped this man up, yeah, were Muslims from the Middle East, yeah. Right. The whole reason why they're investigating this guy is, and and the thing that I think it tried to show in a subtle way. That these Muslims are not bad people; they're just stuck in a position and they're desperate. And now this man came to save them, and I mean, or, or help them, appear to help them, and so they followed him and they yeah. propped him up. And I think that's the Christian twist in a way that we have to go out and save these lost souls. Yeah. They're going to be manipulated by this man, this this antichrist against Jesus, and we have to go out and make sure they're, they're portraying the Muslims as weak people who. Don't know better for themselves. Like, they don't know that, oh, this man is an antichrist, right? In a lot of ways, I think they're doing that. And, they, and they're but, showing it but, how he starts from among them. Go I'm ahead. I'm
0: not sure if that's fair because they, they have also the, uh, A lot of the Christians that are in the the United States who also followed him as well. So I think
1: primarily started there first, but it
0: starts with the
3: Muslims. It starts with
0: the Muslims because it starts with the people who are um, not being allowed to enter the Palestinians who are not. Right. So why do you think that is,
3: though? I mean, they could have started any group of people. They started with Muslims specifically,
0: of course, because that's where the 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 whole thing is going to start from. The, the Messiah well, and well, the Dajjal. The where, no,
3: where, where, where else would
0: the, it start? I mean, there, I don't think it's a, a shot against Muslims. I think you're you're stretching. Well, there's nothing uh, in their
3: eschatology about Palestinians roaming around the desert looking that, for but, a home. But, but
0: Muslims are in the Middle East. They're, it makes sense. That, yeah,
3: but specifically the type of Muslims they picked up. It's well, not it's just in, the Muslims. They're, they're going to desperate be Muslims who don't know better for themselves. I, I don't know
0: I think you're, you're stretching Yeah
2: Because the Christian pastor Is still like I agree with yeah. Sim, I see what Sim's saying It's like I don't think there's Equal The, the one thing I would say Is it's interesting To see how the secular Materialist yeah. Mind processes him Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah So the secular The Jews There's no like Religious Jews there right yeah. It's all like Eva yeah. and, and Eva the, uh, the CIA And Avram
0: The uh, Mossad guy yeah. He's the Mossad They're both agent. like Secular dudes right Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're they're trying to make they're trying Christ to make Allah. the messiah look like a Russian agent. Yeah. they're they're convinced that he's a fraud, yeah. and that we have to figure out where which international actor he's playing for. Yeah, yeah.
1: And but the, the crazy thing was though they threw something else in there when they said that he had these mental conditions. He grew up actually in Iran. He has a brother, and then they show his brother do magic too. Do you remember yeah. that episode? And yeah, then it yeah. says that he was a magician too, taught by his uncle. So then that throws something else in the yeah. Okay, does this have anything... I, like, I went through a phase
0: when I was watching it. I was like, dude, does this actually have anything to do with the Tajjal anymore or no? So so that's the thing. Now, what the, the show is, in the beginning at least... It throws it, you, you off What a I, lot. What I liked was that it kept you guessing in that sense that maybe the show is trying to actually say that he is the Messiah from a Christian perspective yeah. because... Um, the, the the Christians do believe in a Messiah, but they also do believe in a Antichrist as well. So, where maybe they're going to be another character who is the actual um, Antichrist later on, maybe in the second season, who knows? But I'm just tra- I was trying to figure out um, in what 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 angle are they trying to project this character because they make him look like a really good dude. Like yeah, yeah I mean he does definitely does seem like someone you want to follow, and he has. Amazing characteristics that uh, resemble someone who's pious. He remember yeah. he refuses the prostitute yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, in the, in the middle of the show somewhere. But um, there's there's other things that that the show says like he might not be because he doesn't uh, cure the girl who was this, this, this sick and she was I the think cancer. She a cancer patient right yeah. and, and the and dog
1: the dog he shot
3: the yeah dog. That, the dog the, the he dog shoots the, the
0: dog yeah he shoots a dog in the in the tornado scene
3: so. And then remember nice. that scene about the, the, the woman, like, where are the women? And, like, he got pissed. And he kicked the guy in the ground. Yeah,
2: yeah. That was, right. that was kind
3: of weird, too. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah the, I don't know. He, For me, it just seems like, dude, I feel like they're trying to tell Christians, hey, look, the Antichrist is going to be someone that can deceive you, and he's going to be a Middle Eastern dude. He's going to be, like, more like a Muslim. So watch out. That's, that's how I got it, dude. And uh, I think the whole story, from a Muslim perspective, this thing reminds me a little bit of Ibn Like, they don't know what he is, but is he really the Antichrist? But no, the, he's not. But
0: from the Christian eschatology the the true Messiah or the true you know, coming second coming of Esau will be in the Middle East as well. So uh, you can't you can't have it both ways. From
2: what I've read about the Christian eschatology is that they like it will be like a learned Christian would believe he's not the, he's not Jesus because it would be apparent to the world, hmm. right? There wouldn't be well confusion. he's going like to stand
3: down in Jerusalem on the Mount on the of Olives. I mean he's going like to come down from the sky. Not, not Jerusalem like...
0: in in a in a mosque in Syria.
3: No, no, no. Oh, what, I'm Ma- saying the Christians believe he'll descend down in the sky on the Mount of Olives and he'll come down in the galaxy over in that region. Oh, Actually, boy. Mount Ar- Ar- Ge- Ar- Armageddon. The- Armageddon is a mountain. That's right? it, the mountain. What? Or um, Ar- Gideon, Ar- the- Ar- Gideon?
0: What? What are you talking about? Yeah.
3: It, well, it's the that Armageddon comes from that area. It's the mountain of where Jesus is going to come back down, descend on top of in in, uh, in, in Jerusalem. The yeah. oh, and the so they believe that that's where the whole whole world Armageddon comes from. That's why they're pushing the evangelicals, by the way, who made who the you know who these producers are. Yeah. Their idea is that all the Jews have to return to the homeland, and Jesus will descend upon them, and they will be like little butterflies around him, watching him either convert these Jews or kill them off. So, right, so from and, Islamic, and he'll be the do, king of, of the world from the Islamic perspective.
0: Reckon, huh? From the Islamic perspective, none of this happens until the Armageddon happens, the Malhamah al Kubra, the Great War, the War to End All Wars. Yeah, first Al Mahdi has to yeah, come. Yeah, so that that war has to take place. The Mahdi has to take uh, to come and um, unify Muslim lands. I don't know how many Muslim land, lands he's going to actually unify, but he will be a unifying force that will. Eventually, uh, come against the forces of the the Jaldi Messiah. And that's well, not none, none this stuff is in the show. So if you're expecting but that's why to see I that I was
1: playing mind games with yeah. because His name's Mahdi, and I was, you know sometimes when you watch something, you think too deeply
0: to because you know certain things. And well, like, the actor being yourself? Mahdi, I think that's coincidental. You think that's coincidental? What do you mean? You think they said? Well, you don't did, think that yeah, adds he's more good. to it? His no, wait. I don't think it's
2: a double. when I don't I mean, mean, they like, picked his name because.
3: Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I agree with that. I, I don't think they picked the it whole, it, whole thing. It it, me, it, I think he's he, he's an actor. I mean, If, good if with we are going to examine
2: from if if we're going to look from a Muslim lens, I think it is that is I see where you're coming from because they may not have
1: cared his but name. But for us. For, I, I'm, I'm watching this I'm like dude this guy's name is Mahdi the other thing though is this it said, I'm not saying that he's the Mahdi now, no, or he's not I, even I'm, being I'm, as if he's the Mahdi in the show my, when but I'm, I'm it's when crazy. I'm listening to you I'm
0: like from what I interpreted when you were saying was that the showrunner said hey his name is Mahdi we gotta
1: no um, I'm well I, I think that they saw that and they'd be like, dude, this is going to make even Why a better story because they were actually promoting the mm, social media. Everyone's talking his name that. is Mahdi. I, I no, let, me, let me tell the, you how I Christian was you. The Christian showrunners,
0: they were if it would Muslims, maybe you would have some...
1: Yeah, so, dude, this is how my mind was working. I was like, dude, this guy... <laughs> now, <laughs> that now that I think I was kind of crazy. No, this guy's name is Mahdi. He's probably going to be playing the Dajjal, right? And then there's a the thing of... Ha- like I'm thinking about the whole process of how Yom al was occurring, right? Yeah. There's a Mahdi... Dajjal is from amongst the last of the small signs and the bridge to the biggest sign, right? Yeah. That's how he is, right? So, the, he Dajjal plays both small signs and big signs of Al Qiyamah. Yeah. End of the small and beginning of the big. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, I was like, dude, this guy's name is... Like, I'm not even referring to his name in the thing. Like, in my background, like, like I'm thinking there's going to be something in the plot about yeah. Mahdi, too.
0: Yeah. Right? No, I, I don't think so. I, th- I, think, yeah. uh, I think you're getting into Alex Jones' territory. Yeah. Is that is that what that he is? Mean, I, hey, yeah. th-
2: the one thing, though, I don't know if you guys... He's talk- a wise man, though. <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know if you guys felt this or not. Um, like, whenever I felt myself pulling for him, I got scared. What are you pulling for? You know how you're watching a movie and you're like pulling for the protagonist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're rooting for the, the gel?
2: You know. You don't know say like no, because no, no. no because I, I saw that happening. You, you know, like, I he, know, he I know, what you're this they they he's dealing them. with he's dealing with like Israelis. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, you're all you, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what you want. Yeah, but like you don't
0: say. Okay, I see that. I see that. I see that. No, you yeah. actually
1: start taking his side, and that's what I was telling my wife. Yeah, especially I'm when like, he... bro, this is playing mind games with me, bro. I the bro.
0: Yeah, especially when he calls out like a Avi Ram, the Jewish agent. He knows like stuff about him that like like how the hell does he even know this right. stuff? You know, yeah, yeah. And after he found out details he killed the kid. kid, kid. i was like,
1: yeah, do something to him, yeah. do something. Yeah. So the the whole thing about the magic and stuff, like when he even sits down and talks to people, he knows everything about them. Yeah, I was like, okay, there's some people that are really good at that; they can kind of tell. But he was just like knowing about people, and like I was like, man, how am I supposed to take oh, this? Oh,
0: especially bro? like oh, remember the, the pool scene where Avram's yeah, 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 yeah. like telling him. Once to you walk uh walk on water, I'm like, yeah, go ahead, do it, prove it to him. Wait a second, he's a Dajjal, don't No, but that's what's funny. Yeah. You know, you know
3: what this reminds me of, guys? Hold on. I on, I have to do this. I'm sorry. This is this is gonna throw back. Hold on, so just give me a second. Four I'm lines. Gonna... He's
1: gonna be talking about four lines of oh, it, right?
3: And everybody knows that Azura Salam <laughs> is going to
0: come back. <laughs> hey, put it on <laughs> video, put it on video.
3: I can't. But I myself is Imam Mahendi. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Imam <laughs> Mahendi the guy in the, the background he's the like best. imam mandy and yo, know, this is the funniest is it, is it, thing i mean you know what? the reason is why i'm Mendi, thinking that,
0: is... that arab dish mandy <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah the arabic yeah no we're going yeah, no, no, no but i mean Mendi. i don't want to play the whole thing but the thing is dude you know for muslims like every like decade there's like 10 mandy that come out like i like i mean i remember even like i mean people from iraq people from yemen yeah, yeah. people from eh, pakistan india everyone's al-mahdi everybody wants to be al-mahdi
1: there was a
3: few of is that, you know, what I, what I tell myself constantly is that Al-Mahdi doesn't even know he's going to be Al-Mahdi. Yeah. He doesn't know he's going to be Al-Mahdi. This is, I mean, we know attributes of Al-Mahdi, but no one really knows. This is not something that you're going to say, oh my god. You know, there will be certain definitive actions that happen later on, but no one can say, I claim you know, I am the Mahdi. Right? Yeah. If anyone comes and tries to convince you of something otherwise... No, you know, the hadith,
0: we know from the Hadith that Sheikh Hamer, you can elaborate, but uh, the Mahdi doesn't uh, know that he's a Mahdi until like the the people who uh, persuade him to be the, their leader. The leader, yeah. yeah, he
1: doesn't know until leadership. There's going to be a, yeah.
0: a fight or dispute among princes in in the the kingdom. Let's just say the kingdom exists in that time. I
3: think about yeah. something, some treasure, right? It would be, or is it is it the treasure that they'll have a disagreement about? Some some findings, something. Apparently, he'll reject uh, even. Uh, authority he doesn't want it; oh, yeah, like he doesn't he'll want reject it.
1: it. Yep, just like the yeah. actually, I
3: believe I don't know how authentic this is, but apparently he won't think he's not fitting of it because he had—I don't want to say he has a past, but he feels he's uh, a sinful, I mean, that he's uh, committed yeah. sins that he shouldn't be. Uh, like he's not fitted for that role. Yeah, so essentially, you're, you're correct, on right?
1: That. But remember, yeah, but that's that's very. Those were also the characteristics of the Khalifa too, right? Like none of them actually wanted leadership until they felt that okay now i have to stomach this responsibility right that that, that's the sign of the like what's the point then of knowing about umar going to huzaifa ibn yamani and saying was i on that list of the 70 munafiqeen that muhammad told you about right so the, yeah. the best of leaders will always think they're the worst of leaders. They're not, not just worst of leaders. They're, they're going to think they're the least befitting of the people to lead the people. Right, right, because right, right. For responsibility reasons, right? Right, um, right. But you you heard,
3: know, I'll be honest with you. Some people, you know, maybe they might think I'm crazy, but I don't want to be around when that stuff happens. No, no. Yeah. I hope it's I'm true. dead by then. No one wants I hope to I'm it. dead by then It's true it's... Some people are like Oh I can't wait for Mahdi comes I can't wait for Malhamah Bro get me out of here Yeah, Get me out wait, of wait, here who bro that? Wait
1: who says I can't no, wait for no, no. The When, when, when a little, we were little Because I'm weak
3: bro Maybe you got So I'm weak bro That the job come to me And make me a believer In like 10 seconds
1: I'm
3: weak bro I'm good Let me know bro <laughs> I'm, I'm weak
1: No more You're not supposed To say that bro You're not supposed To say know bro I'm weak bro You only 10 seconds <laughs> bro Come on bro Hey hey Wait, bro, For, for, for,
2: <laughs> <believe it> <laughs> for me, be like. Hey, bro, I'm bro, just saying, but I'm, I'm
3: keeping it real, bro. You know, give me some money? Give me some women? I mean, I mean, bro, I mean, bro, I mean bro, me. I'm just saying.
0: He, hang what? on, hang on, Stop, guys, guys. So, he has a point in the sense. It's scary, met, uh, yeah. the, the jail will come in a very desperate uh, time when people will be starving. There'll be famine. He's the go. He's gonna be the one who will be solving problems he's going to have abilities or he's going to have he could possibly be even you know, a scientist who is able to grow crop where crop is not grown and he may have these abilities that will give people solutions to these problems and yeah and uh people like mort will definitely
3: you know no. no yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly like, no, i mean look check it out dude i God, mean he might just pass the fatwa for sim yeah. saying that vapes are allowed in halal and sim is a believer now you know what yeah. i mean like just, but the thing is like, like God, what i'm trying to say is like you, this like here's the thing all right look uh, uh, this is how i look at the situation okay muslims in general are going to be people that that are in a in a dire state like sim said right they're going to be in a completely dire state and if someone's going to come and give you Pull you out of the ghettos, be pragmatic, have these solutions. You're going to think that, oh my God, this man has, there's something yeah. divine. He may not be a God, but there's something divine. And it takes that one seed of doubt to begin to affect the way you view God. And that's why I believe the Prophet wa sallam, says that your God is not one eyed, Allah is not yeah. one eyed. Yeah. Why would he have to tell you that? We know. We can't even... Fa- uh, the Quran says, Laysa yeah. You say Allah does not resemble anything. We know that he doesn't resemble anything. But why is the Prophet reminding yeah. you that Allah is not one-eyed? Why is he saying that? Because he's trying to remind you. Even if you feel doubt in you. Yeah. If you're inclined yeah. to that. No remember, he's not one one-eyed.
1: No matter how
0: strong the reality feels. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah no matter how because you feel, he's not one-eyed. He cannot be your Lord. People
0: will go there and thinking that they can fight him. They're going to be fully convinced that, you know in their belief they're gonna have very strong iman and they'll eventually uh succumb to his miracles his charm whatever he does uh to solve their problems he'll he'll find solutions for and so mort is in in the sense he's joking but he's correct as well no matter how strong you think you are in faith yeah you will su- chances are you you can succumb to his... I like uh, it, you can. You can so,
1: possibly. lesson number one, read the ten verses of Surah Al-Kahf. But before we continue, yes. I think one of the main what reasons... What if you don't Arabic? This, it's okay, you'll learn,
0: inshallah. One of the main reasons why I... Muhammad I, translation, how about that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Does that count? Transliteration?
3: Transliteration? Transliteration? We also have that now? Yeah.
1: So, so one, one thing is that, that always bothers me, even when I was watching this, is right? And one of the reasons why I was watching this is obviously, you know, like, I think uh, you guys sense this too sometimes. Even, alhamdulillah, the awesome thing about belief is sometimes you see something that's very secular, but it still, the way you look at it, it still does something good for your iman, right? What does? Anything that you see, anything that, like, people may be like, okay, why are you watching something, you know, like. Oh, yeah, the, we're going to get that in the comments. Yeah. No, but
0: for People us, like, oh, sheikh, you're a sheikh. No, that's not, I'm I'm not talking, I'm I'm you not watched the show
3: there, the with the haram and the woman without hijabs. Staghfurullah. No, You're off the manhajah.
0: What did you
1: do during the sex scene between the, t- the two Jews? I didn't even know there was a sex scene. So
2: oh, they they oh really wow. Like oh, <laughs> oh, wow.
3: He's still holy. Allah veiled it from him. You <laughs> so, didn't see it.
1: No, check this out, guys. This, so, his TV just scrambles. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Mort. <laughs> inside joke. Thanks to
3: Mort. It just scrambles. What inside joke? What is it?
1: It's actually Mort's TV.
0: Oh,
1: I don't know what that means. Oh. Well, okay. Oh. <laughs> Everything just got weird. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> That's why, why I... you don't
0: do inside jokes. Oh. For podcast.
2: So
1: check this out. Um, so what I mean is what may be something very mundane for the average person or generally for people, but alhamdulillah for believers, we can actually see something. It can actually be do something good for our iman, right? Because yeah. for me, I just thought about myself. I just kept on thinking and I was doing more research while I was reading while I was watching it and just looking up certain things about Dajjal and Masih. And like, there was a time for me when I was watching that I was so into it and hoping something else. I was like, wait, what if this is actually about Jesus? I had like this 10 minute time period in my, in, yeah. while I was watching yeah. it. I was like, wait, what if this is completely about Jesus not about the Dajjal? But anyway, that being said, so let's talk about reality now. Mm. Do you guys think, like honest, I know because Mort and Sim, you guys, you know, cover a lot more when it comes to Middle Eastern affairs and what's happening in the Muslim world. Do you mm-hmm. think in the next 10 years there's any type of rejuvenation of the infrastructure and politics and everything that's happening in the Muslim
0: world? Or do you think from now on it's just downhill and there's no recovery? I think World War III was a big disappointment, all right? I, I, I told you I it wasn't going to happen. I told look, you
1: people.
0: Anyone who listens to our podcast would have known right away that there is no threat of World War III. MashaAllah, our listeners are very informed and are very uh, educated in that sense. I, I pride our audience in that respect, that every time I go and meet our audience in various cities across the world, it's um, they're always very intelligent and have very thoughtful and insightful comments to make. Um, yeah, there, they're, World War Three was uh, not going to be World War Three. Anyone know who knows these international actors? They know that they operate from a business standpoint. If yeah. war would benefit Iran, they would have so done. They would have done so. But w- war does not benefit them. They, they're not even close to. No, uh, they, you could have a hundred Irans put together, and they cannot uh, strike America. Amer- the United States could have killed um the equivalent of suleimani 10 times and iran would still not attack attack of course States, well not, okay? not
3: only that sin forget that Just, out your mind. I'm,
0: I'm... then these political pundits i'm so glad they they were exposed people who were actually uh proposing the idea that iran there could be a greater middle eastern escalation they're ridiculous even if russia and china back iran they would still not dare attack the United States. They know how... Nobody
3: wants to provoke America, dude. Nobody wants to start with America. You can
0: put all those countries together and they still wouldn't... Do you know why that is? Do you know why that is? A, do you know why that is? Because America's military is so incredibly huge, bro. But it's so not just powerful. about the military being
3: They're... huge. It's about the strategic point of the military. Yeah. The, America has aircraft carriers all over the world. It's about the mobility of the military, not right? Yet. America's they can be at any given point within an hour... See, Literally, part, see, I mean,
0: United like the United Kingdom, right? They have a great navy and stuff. The United <coughs> States has three of those navies, okay? Okay, and, and the United Kingdom I, it's I don't even think it's about power yet. Yeah. I think that's a later stage to
1: talk about. No, no, I'm just saying. I think saying, it's, about, it's yeah. about who's actually making deals with each other and the interests of uh, each other. Well, right? I mean,
3: you're. Yeah. Well, well, wait a minute. I don't, I don't think Iranians and Americans are in cahoots. I don't think that, that's – I mean, I'm not going to say that part. I think there's legitimately bad blood between – but not because it's, like, Muslim and, and that stuff. No, no, no I mean, there's other Muslim things that are going on. It's monetary, but, no, right? I don't believe that the Iranians are in cahoots with the Americans. The Americans generally don't like the Iranian foreign policy, and they will do everything to curb it. But here's what I believe. That attack on Assam Soleimani came – it came down from the request of, I believe – OK, uh, in the, the Saudi family, no, the Saudi family.
0: I think there are people I, in, in Iran who are, who wanted him gone as well.
3: Well, that's maybe I, I don't know. I think I'll tell you why I believe maybe that maybe that might have been it. Maybe there's some within also because there are some actors within within Iran that work with the Saudi government as well, too. There are some within their po- politics. But um, let's face it. Saudi Arabia is doing horrible in Yemen against the Houthis. And Qasem Soleimani is. A, he's in charge of all these foreign militias. He's a, they and, and in to Syria him. as
0: well too. In Syria as well hmm?
3: too. In Syria. He's yeah, the one I, mean, well, he was for all. I mean, he started Hezbollah. Yeah. He handed over to Nasrallah I mean, he was the chief architect. of He, he wasn't a, a dumb man. He was a very smart, a very capable general. I mean, do doesn't like him or not, but he was a very capable, very smart individual. He yeah. understood how the global politics worked. He understood how to provoke people. He understood how to motivate these little individual militias to act on behalf of Iran's foreign policy. Now, I believe that Saudi Arabia realized that they're losing this war in Yemen. There's no way they can win, and they cannot... They cannot progress in the sovereign fund they've already released without ending this war. They cannot end this war without looking either, if they end it themselves, they look like they lost, right? And, they can't, and that looks bad for them. they look like they wasted all this money. I believe it came down from them. And I'll tell you why. Did you know that last week that al-Shabaab attacked an American embassy in Kenya? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's no drone strike, missile, anything on Shabaab in Somalia. Nothing. Nothing. Not even the news. They're talking about some, you know, protesters in Iraq that (laughs) threw a Molotov cocktail and burned down the embassy. Right. You know what I mean? Like and from that, they went crazy over it. Right. So for me, what I'm saying is that um, they are not doing this simply because Qasem Soleimani was this dangerous, evil man running around. No, I mean, they actually, uh, you know, collaborated with him. In Iraq, in the early 2000s, or I mean, or even to fight against uh, uh, ISIS, they were collaborating with his militias on the ground. They did some, you know, some work with them. I think at the end of the day, what's going to? It it simply came down from other allies, and the reason why I also believe that is because uh, America had many opportunities, along with Israel, to kill Qasem Soleimani many times over in the last decade. At times, and even Israel itself admits that we didn't kill Qasem Soleimani because we believe it was mutual interest to keep him alive. Because, you know, it, it, he controlled a certain, they, they were trying to avoid complete anarchy or whatever it was, you know, it would happen or lose control of these militias. And also, it gives them the, the credibility that, oh, there is a threat in the world, right? There is a threat in the world in the Middle East that Qasem Soleimani who's causing these militias. They were able to monetize that and make money off of that. And so I believe that this is not some kind of unprecedented opportunity they had just to get Qasem Soleimani they finally got him. No, this was very well planned. It was methodical. It was, uh, they decided this was the perfect time to do it. Well,
0: what, and if I can make a um, an example for a lot of people who are in, in the United States who know a lot of the gang violence that happens. In the 90s and the 80s and 90s, what the uh, many uh, cities and mayors, and they, they started targeting a lot of the leaders of gangs. And uh, what happened was, they, by killing them off they created all these splinter organizations that they couldn't control so in fact what Mort saying is, is absolutely right because what israel wanted with soleimani being alive was that he was able to control all these various Factors, militias yeah. all across the middle east and he was someone that they could actually um discuss terms with uh, of uh, of peace or whatever or um ceasefire, things like that. You want someone, this is why when you have like a, a nuclear strike on a country, you don't want to take out their, their leaders. You don't want to strike at, you know, uh, Moscow or in, in the capital where you're going to kill off the people you're going to be negotiating with. This is one of the policies of nuclear warfare or one of the rules of nuclear warfare is that countries do not want to take out the, the people that they're going to be uh, de-escalating with because then the army will be run amok and they're going to be firing, uh, you know, international ballistic missiles Mm -hmm. all over the world. And you don't have anyone to call back down. You you don't have anyone to negotiate with. So this is why you have people like Soleimani uh, be alive. It doesn't make sense to to kill them. Yes, they're horrible people. They're they're deplorable in all the human atrocities that they've done throughout Syria and Yemen or whatnot you want these people alive and that's why donald trump really messed up this is why israel said we have nothing to do with this the israelis put out a statement like we we're not we're not part of this we did not want this to happen so
1: so th- so the reason why i asked the original question yeah. was and i'm glad we went off on this tension i was just talking about when Mehdi comes yeah the the the, the, the securing for Mehdi is the condition of what the people are going to be in and that's going to be a really bad condition so and i'm glad we got you on we'll, we'll discuss this more but do you think that things are going to get any better in the Middle East in the next 10 years before they get, you know... No, we we yeah.
0: know... We know not just from like the Quran and Sunnah related to the end of times. We know from science. We know from, uh, you know, I- empirical evidence that's in front of us that things are headed downhill. They're, the only thinking, thing that has not... The only thing that has not gone downhill yet is the economy. Once that bubble pops, the global... Debt that everyone is is sitting on top of America's debt. Like everything is being built on top of this um, artificial debt that America has, and everyone just has faith in the Americans to pay this debt back. And once America can't pay this debt back, that this this uh, national debt spirals into however many trillions, then eventually it will burst, and it'll burst so bad that everyone's gonna go down with it yeah and once that happens that's when I'm really envisioning a lot of these signs that are towards um, the end of times that we've read about in, in our are, are people speculating how long that's going to be in based on how economy trends are and stuff, economic trends yeah, are? We, we've been hearing it for years now you know we heard even oh this just this past year this is the year the the bubble bursts this is the year that will make the the great um what's it called the the great depression looked like nothing, you know, mm, but, is there well, so the world economy is built on speculation. And once that speculation ends that, uh, you know, um, the, uh, the ability for people to speculate that the economy is still on an upward trajectory, that's when everything pops, you know, yeah. that, that when, when people have lost faith in the American mm-hmm. dollar, of which primarily most of the economies are built on around the world they're all mm-hmm. um betting against the dollar right then i think everything falls apart and we're going to see a lot of these events happening and that the reason why towards i'm towards the end of the times yeah the reason i'm saying this is that on, on a political on a
1: war level and poverty level and a lot of people in the middle east educated people. I heard some political analysts say this too who are, you know, religiously inclined or They believe that the situation has gotten so bad and it's not going to get any better and We have to do whatever we can to help people and bring about change in our societies, but There's there's nothing but the that's stopping the Mahdi that's gonna be the only one that's gonna Rejuvenate this situation. So I think
0: the Mahdi will be coming in a time where the world powers will be more busy uh internally in re- resolving whatever issues that they have related to their countries but isn't we, that you
1: know, nearby to, isn't that near to kind
0: of i think so I, th- I think we're um if i had to guess it would we'd be 50 years away mm. um based on at least some of the hadith that are related to uh, the end of times talking about how there's going to be so much famine and um of water shortages and things like that we know from empirical evidence, from scientific evidence, that we're not too far away from that. We're about 50 to 100 years away from massive water shortages. Um, we know that water is also already listed uh, as a trading commodity on the Wall Street stock exchange and, and uh, you know, all the the very speculation that's mm. done against uh, commodities in the financial markets. We know that water is now considered something that is not uh, a given. It's not a right it's going to be something that w- will be a considered a resource something that people will fight over and there it is no coincidence that it's listed there now as something that you know people are going to be trading and making speculative bets against you know so we're we're definitely mm. at that time where we're and even if you look at the islamic uh, eschatology timeline all the minor signs of the yeah. day of judgment are over and Mort, I know you've uh, done a lot of research related to this as well. I don't think there's any minor sign that has not come to fruition yet. Yeah. But um,
1: except for the Mahdi, and
0: uh, yeah,
3: you know, let me let me throw let me throw one into that. Let me throw something into another wrench into the bag here, Sim. So all of you guys are known are familiar with. We talked about this earlier. Was the the, the neon project in Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. Like. Uh, We had a video about that earlier. So anybody know where that is exactly?
1: No, where is that?
3: Um, It's in the Tabuk province. Okay? Okay. And, right. So, but Tabuk, anyone who knows anything about about Saudi Arabia, Tabuk is basically next to Medina.
1: Yeah.
3: Right? I mean, the province. Could it be that the palace of a dajjal is being set up
1: in, a, in Tabuk, yeah, yeah.
3: you see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Because remember, Medina will shake, yeah, yeah, when the Jal uh, comes forth. And literally, just look up, I don't think you can pull up in your map a symbol, just Google uh, Tabuk province, yeah, and look how close it is to Medina. The edge, um, uh, there's a, um, there's a area, um, it's so close to Medina, um, like the province of tabuk is in like there's a, a city right there and there's a that's literally on the border of uh, the tabuk province and medina right and so neom and that's for, across for you for your understanding amir it's across sharm el sheikh yeah
1: i know
3: right so mm.
2: sharm el sheikh in egypt yeah
3: yeah so that's why egypt gave them the islands right because what happened was originally those islands Set in an international border, and each country has up to ten miles past the the, the land, uh, and ten mi- and everything in between that is considered to be international waters. Now, when Egypt gave this uh, island uh, to them, what what happens is that the, the um, no longer the entrance to the Gulf of Aqaba is no longer a uh, it's no longer a um, what you call uh it's not an uh, international zone. It belongs entirely to Saudi Arabia, right? So that means the control, um, um, what do they call that? Uh, Yazid Tehran, right? These, um, these, uh, these islands here, they are uh, now fully controlled by Saudi Arabia. Um, and this is exactly where the Niyam project is happening. Guess what else is in, in the Tabuk province? Take, take, take a guess what else is there,
1: oh, more, historically know. speaking you're scaring us Does more. was the battle, right? Can we just stop over
3: here? Well, there's the battle, but there's even before this time of Sayyidina Muhammad <laughs> sallallahu I'll give you a hint, Jabal Lawz. Jabal Lawz is what we know also as Jabal Musa. Mm, yeah, the, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: The people of that of that area, they believe that is actually where Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam received the uh, the Torah from that area. Um they believe the mountain is where he where he went and spoke to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that mountain, Jabal mm. And so that's in that same region. It's so literally it's, right across I mean, the looks, Sinai. It looks
0: far, man, based on the map. For those listening on the huh? podcast, it's, Tabuk is towards Jordan, the Tabuk province.
3: Yeah, it is. Now look, but Medina, but look at the pro- Tabuk so The city them. is there, right? But look at the province. It's being the whole, the, the coastal line, of the Tabuk province. Now look, now look, just Google province. What did you Google? Uh, Tabuk province. So yeah, so the you outline. see the red. The, there'll be an outline. Yes. Okay. In Google maps. Now look. Now look at the bottom part on the coastal line, and look at how far Medina is. Maybe. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not far. Can you? Can you put the arrow there? Yeah, uh, I, I. I made the arrow hidden. Oh. Um, but yeah. yeah.
3: So you see. You see, like, if you look at um, um, Shabahad, is the town that's there and an the, ending. it's literally maybe like a hundred kilometers from, <laughs> from Medina. 150 kilometers from Medina. It's not very far. This is the Neon project, by the way. The whole thing is coming up in, in the Tabuk province on the coastal line. Not actually Tabuk itself, not Ta'ima, but actually. Um, uh, and it was interesting also, imagine, I'm um, going back to old time, Medin Saleh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also in this area. Medan Saleh is also here, too. Right? So, again, like this area, it's it seems to me that maybe this is a precursor. Like they're actually creating a way, because the Neom area is going to be an area where it's going to be ruled by itself, autonomous. It's going to have have its own rules. Uh, They're going to allow all kinds of crazy things. They're talking about flying cars and everything uh, autonomous, AI, everything, right? What does this remind you of? It's like a completely, like, uh, a a city that is magnificent, uh, an area that is, you know, completely advanced and unlike anything else in the world. And they're building it literally 100 to 200 kilometers from Medina. Wow. Could it be? I don't know. It could it be, but it's something that modern and that radicalized different from, I mean, radically opposed to Islam in terms of what is going to be there as far as all the land and things like that. And the idea they want like foreigners and beaches and resorts and alcohol. I mean, all the stuff they're talking about literally pretty much in the grand scheme of things, a stone's throw from Medina pretty much uh to me that seems like something that you know we should all be concerned about like hey there's something happening here yeah, yeah man kind of
0: and, and isn't there like a palace that overlooks medina as well if you um i don't know if you guys have been to medina recently but i remember one the uh the drivers was who was driving us there he was saying we suspect that this palace is the Dajjal's palace, and it's like right on the outskirts Oh, he actually said that? Yeah. That's yeah. pretty crazy. And it's like, you could see it from the binoculars in Medina, like it's like, there's
3: a, Allahu but I, think, I think when the palace of Dajjal, it doesn't just mean like a one thing. It's going to be an area. It's going to be multiple things. It's going to be his city. Like, it's going to be... Because generally when you had palaces at this time, yeah. what was the palaces they had, like during the time of of Khosrow and all these people, what were they? They were in the center of the city. Yeah. It was never do a palace in the middle of nowhere yeah. right it was a, a center of their 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 capital yeah, right it like was where, they, where they ruled from right so i believe like this area uh, the province of Tabuk is going to be like this i mean somewhere in this area i believe in allah but this neon project is ushering in this laying down the stones for this work
0: everything is ushering it in more uh, and you're absolutely right i totally agree with you i think all the the events of the world are oh, leading yeah. leading up to this the final massive event. I, I guess the, the Imam Mahdi does count as a minor sign, so I can't say all the minor signs have yeah. have transpired. But he's a minor sign. He's a minor sign. Yeah. Okay, he's a minor sign. And uh, the great war, the Malham al Kubra, the the war to end all wars, the one that will destroy much of the world, or maybe we don't know much of. The, but we don't know if it's actually going to destroy the majority of the world. But it will cause so much devastation that um, birds won't even be able to fly. It's, it's going yeah. to be that kind of uh, uh, havoc. So I'm I'm assuming it's going to be even uh, it could even be a, a nuclear war where. Um, That's a possibility too. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So. Yeah. So
3: so so those that don't know the major. Um, and the major signs that are uh, that have to take place for uh, for Muslims, a lot of times people are confused. They think Al Mahdi is a major sign, and yeah, he's not. He's and, not and, big, and, and yeah, uh,
0: before you start more, it's important that you don't listen to this episode just just entertainment about the Messiah. the The coming of the Gel is very serious and it's a very important topic and something I want to use this show to talk about because one of the hadith of the Prophet was that the the will come at a time when people stop talking about the Dajjal at the member. So it's important that we yeah, educate ourselves the, the about this that, and we yeah. pass it down to our children as well so that uh, they they're informed about this event. Mm. So I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Move. Um
3: so 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 I mean just the context to this. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was extremely concerned about Dajjal.
1: Yeah.
3: The point where he would actually keep his companions from like, and tell them about Ad-Dajjal and warn them about Ad-Dajjal. And the fact that today that we hardly ever hear about a khutbah or a, a talk or an emphasis on Ad-Dajjal, and even people making dua, that Allah protects them from the fitna of the dajjal is a sign of this prophecy. That, that, this, this, that, that the, toward the end, before the dajjal emerges, people will totally forget about what Ad-Dajjal is. Right, because and if you think about it, that lays down the framework. Because in order for the a Dajjal to be effective, the population has to be dumbed down, right? They have to not remember who he is, right? If, if the Muslims remember constantly reminder of who a dajjal is, it makes his job more difficult, right? So, the idea is that um, this is what's going to happen, and that um, one of the clear signs is that the Muslims will no longer be speaking of a dajjal, and he'll be pretty much out of. The, uh, the, the story here. But um, just so you know, I, I just want to quickly run down. The uh, Masih al Dajjal is the appearance of the, uh, one of the major signs. The return of Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam, is the other one. Uh, Ya'juj and Ma'juj, these are the uh, another one. Then there is um, the uh, the smoke that covers the entire, the black smoke that covers the entire earth. Yeah. And then there's Dabbat al Ard, the beast from the earth that will come out of the ground and talk to the people. And the sun will rise from the west instead of the east. And then the, uh, the, the earth, will, there will be certain parts of the earth that will uh, sink. Uh, one, in, I think, in each, each side of the earth will sink. And uh, also one in Arabia, there'll be, the earth will basically swallow things up. And some people believe that that will also be swallow up an army or something of that nature. But th- those are, um, you know, debatable. The
0: final sign is the sun rising out of the, the west. The what? The sun rising out of the west. Will be the final Well, sign.
3: no. There's another one. There's a other. Uh, uh, there's a trumpet that will be blown. Well, that's, that's um,
0: after. Yeah, I'm just. Well, that is, from Yemen. Yeah,
3: I know, but that, that, is the, that is the final sign. I mean, that at that time, like, uh, I mean, the fire will come out of Yemen, and it should get, and and, and then that it'll gather people, right? Manshul mm. uh, Qiyama, like it'll it'll gather them until the al Qiyama, and the trumpet will be blown. So that'll be like at that point you're done. I mean, there's, there's no. <laughs> you well, got we it. Know I mean, no, we know it. that
0: rep- we know that repentance doesn't isn't accepted after the the trumpets is blown, the right? is. And, and yeah. there's also uh, something about one of the Hadiths talked about, uh, once the major signs start, everything will continue <laughs> as if like, uh, beads, uh, falling from yeah. a necklace. Yeah. So it's, it's just going to be one after another. Boom, 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 yep, boom. Yep, and yep. it's going to be, it's going to happen very quick, very fast. May Allah protect us. Let me, let me. Thank you all for joining us this afternoon. Do you guys have any closing thoughts? Uh, anything I... new happening on, uh, Sultans and sneakers. No, my, my main takeaway from the Messiah show was yeah. uh, if you guys
2: watched Rami, the chick he bangs in Taro after Taro is the professor in Messiah. <laughs> That's what I was like. I was like, profound. I was like, bo, that was so dope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow. wow. I, I actually thought you were, I I was a pet. I was like, "Oh, I feel bad, bro. We didn't even give him an opportunity. We we're just talking so much to reflect about Messiah." This is what he says. I was about to be like, "Sorry, bro. That we didn't get a chance to give you an opportunity. We we're just mouthing off the whole time." Actually, so did Paul. I didn't hook up some of my money was like 2 weeks ago. <laughs> so I,
2: was, I know we get to talk about
3: it, dude, but just so you guys know, uh Sultan Qaboos died. Yeah. So died. now Oman is in the transitional period. Three um so morning. 3 day morning, uh, uh, no Don't God, the No care about Omanis that there's nothing bad happens to them. I mean, cuz you know, this is a, t- a time that we know. T- sometimes internal strife happens, wow. so hopefully the people of Oman stay
2: safe. Uh, aren't they Karajites?
3: Ah, uh, the no, the Abadi are they're, the Neo Karaj that left, they reformed themselves, but not everybody in Oman is Ne Abadi. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, All
2: yeah. Right. That's a lot of
0: people.
3: All right, well, um, and I prefer that much more with the international anyways <laughs> okay. All right,
0: guys. Uh, no World War Three. Questions, comments, concerns, you can email us at themadmanlooks at gmail.com, or sorry, info at sorry. And uh, make sure to help us out on patreon.com backslash We don't make money off YouTube. For anyone who's thinking that this is a channel that makes you know thousands of dollars, most of our videos are demonetized from YouTube for whatever reason, we, we think it's racism. Some people think it's sexism. We don't know. But we're all demonetized, okay, we don't get money. We maybe get a few change, a little bit of change, but not much. But uh, thank you all for joining us this afternoon. And uh, if you have any questions uh, or concerns, thoughts related to the podcast, put them in the comment section below. That helps the algorithm increase the, the views on the video. So help us out. We'll talk to you later. Субтитры